Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome to Love Live Rock, Remnant Reality Radio. This is Fresh Prayer Decree and Declare for a... Uh, what's the count off? Well, on the Gregorian calendar, it's a Thursday. Um, the intent was to start that song and hit record. Um, I did not do that. I started the song, but I did not hit record. Then I looked at it, and it's like, oh, boy. Okay, what a way to start the morning. But, hey, praise Yah, we are wide awake, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Yeah, the early bird gets the worm. Uh, the only bad part about that is if you're the early worm, you get got. So, hallelujah. Um, we are going to kick this off real quick. There is no better way to start your morning than with Yahweh, and we are going to ask Yami if she would come come on and pray through and pray clear any interference that might be getting on the line, tired tongues, tired minds, whatever the situation may be, Yami, pray down some energy, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, you are an all-consuming fire, and you... Um, will not let one lazy bone be within no um no slack, no need you supply everything, so we come before you, thanking you that you are our life, you are the giver of life, and you cause us to be able to do great effort. And we do not fall short of any of the Ruhakro gifts that you bestow upon your people so that in every situation you cause us to be the head, not the tail. And you cause um, all that we need to come our way. You, you rain upon us your love in many, many ways. And, and we learn how to operate in that love. And, Father, on this line this morning, we understand the principle, the um, truth that we get to submit to you our will because that's the only thing we have to give. You've given life to us. You've given all we need. And, Father, all we can give back to you is our will, and we can listen, and we can hear what directions you give us. Thank you for the good and orderly direction you bring us. And early in the morning, we thank you that we can begin our day recognizing that you are our source and that it is by hearing um, the directions for the day and doing them, we do accomplish your plan and we are kept. You take care of your own. Thank you that we can trust and rely on you and that we need not fear 
any weapon formed against us because it shall not prosper. Our job is to learn to love you. And you said, if we love you, we obey your commandments. We obey the instructions you give to us. So this morning, we thank you that you put back the enemy and you shut his mouth and you um, caused him to be under your feet and us in you under our feet. We do not um, have any um, hold that the devil um, has on us because those assignments are canceled just for the day, new every morning, and we are riding on the wind of the Ruach and going forward because you said that they that we will mount up with wings like eagles. We shall walk and not grow weary. We shall run and not grow faint. That is as long as we're in you. And we do recognize in ourselves we we um, want to have a, a life full of abundance and that um, part it holds true that we do look um, to after our own um, desires. Still, if we submit those desires, you told us to come and reason with you and though our, our sins, our ways that we think will work be red like crimson, that you make them white no, we shall be cleansed and our thoughts shall be pure and we shall have the power, that same power that rose Yeshua from the dead dwells in us as we, we invite you and receive what you give and we keep our ear to hear what the Ruach has to say. And, of course, that means we not only trust what you say, but we obey. We act like you would. We do the work of the evangelist. We carry leaveness. We carry love towards them all. Mankind, we recognize that as you provide to us, you give us opportunities to give. And therefore, we shall be saved from the enemy. Hallelujah. Even in Joshua, Father, the um, the cities that were being, the people all around watching what went on with the cities, that as Joshua got the direction and spoke them to Israel and out of obedience came the wind. The city came into to belong to Israel and all the nations or all the people in other towns came to Joshua and asked 
Father to um, have a covenant so that they would be safe and truly you, when we're walking in you and we um, make a covenant with someone, truly you cause it to be kept and the people are not destroyed. But without you and going our own way, it's not a pretty picture. So we want to have the picture of who we are um, be beside you, in you, uh, um, obeying and possessing the land, just like you always do. You keep your covenant with us, and therefore we can keep our covenant with you. And for me, Father, I choose this day to, for, to be your servant. And we say, Ruhak, we give you permission to take over this love line. I come in agreement with your plan and with my brothers and sisters and and to um, the man you've chosen to be in charge and speak forth those directions. Um, let our ears receive and let the, the seeds of the word be planted and take root and grow in us. And um, thank you that we are in that safety zone and we don't have to listen to the lies of the enemy because we know, experience, we are experiencing your love towards us and we choose to receive that and as we receive it, it changes us and causes us to be a part, to do our part, to give, you give us the power to be in the winning team. And today anew, we say, Ruha, you take over and, and spread your love abroad using us. We submit our will. And those things um, we so quickly think we need to put in our life, we say we give that to you. And if you want us to have it in our life, it'll come. Otherwise, um, <laughs> it won't. And you will have a plan that's better. Thank you, Father, that you show us over and over. Your plan is always better, and we don't have to rack our brains. We just have to submit to the Ruach and hear and be those things you speak over us, those things you poured upon us. Thank you for this day and your plans, and take over. And um, let us be witnesses of, to, and so for you. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that. Yami, this is a rise real quick. We'll be back in about two and a half minutes.
Arise and shine, our light has come, and the glory of Yahuwah has risen upon, upon each of us, and will rise you up. In Moshiach, arise and shine, your light has come, and the glory of Yahuwah has risen upon, upon each of us. And will raise you up in Moshiach. Arise and shine. Our light has come. And the glory of Yahuwah has risen upon upon each of us and will raise you up in Moshiach so arise and shine for our light has come and the glory of Yahuwah has arisen up upon each of us and will raise you up in Moshiach. So arise and shine. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise Yah. Abba, this morning I am thankful for the challenges of life. I'm thank you, uh, thankful for the strength to persist. I'm thankful for persuasion. I'm thankful for encouragement. I'm thankful I can be a persuader and an encourager and an edifier. I'm thankful I can be a unifier. I'm thankful I can see the beauty of your new creation this morning. Or of your renewed creation. Your fresh, your freshly renewed, freshly awakened creation. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I'm thankful you know what I mean even when my tongue doesn't work the way it should. Abba, I'm thankful that you reside within me. Yeah, I give you all praise, praise, honor, and esteem this morning for the work that you are doing in the Mishpaka far and wide. 
Abba, I decree a coming together of the Mishpaka, of those that are like-minded. I pray that there would be a spirit, a ruach of unity, a calling together of those that will not shrink back from your name. Abba, I pray for my wife and my kids, Kim, Greg, and Corey. Thankful, yeah, that we were able to get our, our train tickets purchased for the trip. And thankful for Yami, thankful for Marissa, for Rock, for Sam, for everyone that's ever come on this line. Yeah, I pray for our those in our prison ministries, Stephen Shipley, Keldon, those I haven't met yet, whose name names I haven't met yet. Bob, in the name of Yeshua, I just I come against every foul and unclean thing that would set itself in array against you and against your people. I cast it down in the name of Yeshua. I decree and declare, Yah, that you would rise up against it, that you would give us the courage to rise up against it and to see when these false religions, these false beliefs, these false understandings are trying to raise their heads against you. Abba, give us the strength and the courage and the faith to combat these things in a way that brings you honor, in a way that they know that they know that they have to step aside, that they have to bow down. Abba, that they know that their correction is coming soon. And if they don't align themselves right, that it will no longer remain pleasant for them. Abba, I decree and declare that as I grow in you, I will grow in you. And that my relationship, that my that my reputation would be based on your reputation. And now that everything I do would cause you to become more and more apparent in me. Abba, I pray for the ministry. I pray for, for Love Live, for Transformed, for Emulators. I pray for the houses of worship, Yah, that Yah, you would you would maintain and inhabit a pure ruach over these ministries, over the messages, over the hearts and minds of those that you have put in positions of leadership, and that we would truly walk in and seek to understand and further develop those positions and ourselves in them. Because, yeah, we can't do any of this without you. I am an overcomer. 
I am a warrior. I am steadfast in Yeshua. My feet are shod with the good news of the Torah. And I am fully equipped to complete this work. I am possessed of a message that cannot be defamed, besmirched, spoken ill of. I and my brothers and sisters, we are lights. We are, we are being poured forth from the city on a hill whose light cannot be hidden into a dark and dying world. Abba, I am for your word. I am for your Torah. I am for your message. I am for bringing your deliverance to all those that will hear of it. I am a shaliach. I am an emulator. And I am continually humbled at the fact that you saw fit to reach down and rescue me. Hallelujah. And Yamin. Hallelujah. Yami, if you are ready to come forward with your praise, prayers, decrees, and declares, and your teaching, that would be fantastic. We'd love to have it this morning. Hallelujah. Father, here I am, and thank you that as I open my mouth, you feel it. And, and scribe, when you were praying, what came to me as we just read about the Battle of Jericho and what a neat example that was of how Yah does all the taking care of us. All we have to do is listen and obey. And um, they actually, Yah handed um, Jericho that to Israel because all they did was make noise. What was um, be march quiet when he said, and march uh, and then make all the noise when he said, and just by simply one day at a time, seven days. Six days in a row, and on the seventh made the noise. And what a neat example of how it is that we walk with you. And then what, not not just that experience, but the experience in, um, what is it, chapter 8, 
where the children of Israel were to take a city named Ai. It's spelled Ai. So it must be pronounced that way, too. And um, they got instructions. And what's neat is Yah even gave them a strategy of, um, um, what I forget what you call it. What they did was an ambush they made. That's the word. And the ambush... Um, <laughs> was uh, they let the enemy, the city and the warriors from the city think they were running from them because they were afraid. But guess what? They weren't running from fear. They were running in obedience because this was the the, um, way Yah directed them in another city showing us that every situation, every um, great exploit we have, Yah will give us the uh, good orderly direction of how to possess the land, how to win the battle as we take over the land that that had to be um, given up by those that were in it. And so um, in obedience, they, it wasn't, they had um, the soldiers, went while the fighters in the city, the soldiers all um, were chasing down those that they thought were fleeing in fear Yah's plan was to go uh, uh, around the other way and go and take the city while they were busy thinking they were um, scaring Yahweh's people. But Yah had a smarter plan. He knows the mind of men. And the people um, just miss that when they're trying to go their own way. In my own life, it's it's evident. Whenever I get to that point where I completely surrender, you know, I'm trying to do it in my own thoughts and ideas. Um, Maybe even I've asked him and I've went forward with what came to me and I had did something I needed tweaked. I was doing something wrong and that wrong was inside of me. It wasn't that he didn't give the um, the, the proper direction and the right answer to solve whatever was going on. It was that for some reason in my thinking, I was deceived by the enemy and didn't do it correct. And then as I reached that point of completely feeling that 
I failed, and I'm crying before him. He comes to me, and he says, he comforts me. And he says, now you did this wrong. Let's turn around, and let's do, try this. Do, try me and see if it's not, if I don't, um, if it don't work. And it works. But it takes me to continually, one day at a time, take, uh, give over my own thought, my own will, my own plan. And how there's a song that says, roll back the pages, the memory now and then. Show me where I used to be and where I might have been and remember I'm human and humans forget. So remind me. And I would say I'm forgetting my need to submit every day my will and to give to the one who created me the um, the lead. Let him be my leader and let me always seek him. Because he told me if I seek him with my whole heart, I'll find him. Well, hallelujah. So in, as Jericho is that example of how how we really do nothing but hear what he says and do it, and it works. We don't, you know, amazingly. In the meanwhile, he's taking, while he's taking care of us, he's developing character within us and also in the example of um, of the law of sin and death and how that works when the um, you know when when they were told and to not take of the um, unclean things that was it in the city they were to destroy and not take unto themselves. And the one that did that was completely destroyed down to family and properties and everything in death. Because that's what happened. Um, We're not having life when we're not obeying. It's robbed from us through our own foolish decision to take something that looks good to us, um, do something that was in the Torah, and um, we decided that we could get away with it or something made us drunk in in foolishness, and he wants us to be alive and alert and walk in obedience so that we possess the land, so that everything he knows we need is taken care of and everything that um, don't belong there we recognize and we turn our backs on it. 
because he gave to us the ability to recognize the wrong way by giving us the true way, by even having the Torah be written and having it um, written by Moses. Um, And uh, it says Moses wrote the entire Torah and there is no mention of any oral law. Um, This came as a tradition of the rabbi. And when you think a rabbi is one that keeps us on right track, but why him giving us clues that such and such is wrong? Um, Yah allowed that, evidently, but it wasn't, um, you know, mentioned. So the main thing for us to do is stay in tune with the Ruach, which he gave us, that we're in no need of being taught. And the rabbis, I guess, believe that they were teaching us more understanding and probably had good intentions, but it's not necessary. We need to um, trust that what was written in the Torah will keep us on the right path. And yeah, we need good orderly direction. So, you know, I'm not saying yeah didn't allow, you know, the rabbis or really, if we put it down, he gives us, he uses our mouth to help people to get a better picture when they're having trouble understanding, when they're going the wrong way. And we can be thankful that he loves us, that he causes us to love one another as he first loved us. And hallelujah, then the the ruhaful gifts that are within us can um, uh, be a part of how Yah's love is spread. And that makes us vessels of honor. And that means we need to stay clean. So all, all these cities give us a, a little bigger picture of how the battles are won. And it's not, it's general, and a general view is love, is everything that's being directed. He knows why, and in love, we are comfortable and relaxed and do it. And we don't have to use the brain to, to, um, to figure out a way to help, yeah, he don't need our help. We need his. And he provides. It's all available. So as, um, as we are in the ninth chapter and going in to take over these different cities, 
and get and Joshua's, you know, giving the the lead. We got in AI, AI. We get the picture of um, strategies that Yah has and how it's so different what they did in Jericho compared to what they were were um, directed to do in the city of I. Still, it works. It works because we were listening and doing the plan that Yah gave, and we um, didn't stray from from it, like the man who decided to take um, some of the good that he thought was good, but they weren't because they were defiled, they were not to be touched, and he paid a big price of death. We can be so thankful that that law, which is deserved, we are set free from that law by the law of Ruhak in life. So let's take over the land so that, or the cities in the land, and let us do it as you direct, Father, because... Uh, <laughs> It's not by our hand, but by yours. The battle's won, and the directions are unique, and the directions help develop our character, our character being dependent on becoming a servant of Yah, on doing, and being a doer of every instruction, so that we don't get separated and he can't speak to us because we can't hear because of our own doing, our own choices. Let us not be deceived and let us not go after our own lusts, whatever they be towards. And let us walk and war, and live and move and have our being, everything about us, acknowledging you and hearing what you have to say. Thank you. You keep us for your name's sake, for we are your people. We are the sheep of your pasture. And as we every morning enter your gates with thanksgiving and come to your courts with praise, we say it is you, Father, that has made this day and has a good plan, and we want to experience it with you. For you promised you would never leave us alone, and it is us that goes astray and gets ourselves in that place where we could die. We could be separated from hearing your voice. Let us not move unless we move in you. And um, thank you for all your plans and that we get to experience your plans. We get to know 
your ways. And we get to, just as a child becomes like the parent that trains them, we get to be that good child, that obedient child. And we get to grow. So thank you much. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. Um, We are going to have Marissa come forward with her praise, prayers, decrees, and declares and her Ephesians 6 reading. So here she is. Under my... Hallelujah. Children, obey your parents in Yahweh, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. And fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but nurture them in the discipline and teaching of the master. Slaves, obey your masters, according to flesh with reverence and trembling and singleness of your heart, as to Messiah. Not with eye service as hypocrites, but as slaves of Messiah doing the will of a master from the heart. Giving as slaves with good will to a master, not as to men. <coughs> Each one knowing that whatever good thing he does, this he shall receive from the master, whether he is a slave or a free man. And masters do the same things towards them, forgiving their thoughts, knowing that the master of you and of them is in heaven, and there is no respect of persons with them. For the rest, my brothers, be made powerful in our master and in the power of his strength. Put on all the uh, armor of Yahweh for you to be able to stand against the strategies of the devil. For a conflict is not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and with those in authority and with the possessors of this dark world and with the evil spirits that are beneath heaven. Because of this, take up all the armor, whole armor of Elohim that you may be able to resist the evil one. And being prepared, you shall prevail. Then stand firm, having girded your loins about with truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and defend your feet with the preparation of the good news of peace. Above all, taking up the shield of faith, which you will be able to quench with all the flaming darts of the evil one, and putting on a helmet of salvation, and take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of Yahweh. Raw prayer and petition, praying at all times in the Spirit, and watching for the same thing, with all perseverance and petition concerning all the saints. Pray also for me, that to me may be given speech in the opening of my mouth, with boldness to make known the mystery of the good news, for which I am an ambassador in a chain, that in it I may speak boldly as it is right for me to speak, but that you also may know the things about me, what I am doing, like us, the beloved brother and faithful minister and our master, will make known all things to you. I might send to you for the same thing, that you might know the things about us, and he may comfort your hearts. Shalom to the brothers, and love with faith from Yahweh, the Father and Master Yeshua Messiah. Grace be with all those that love our Master Yeshua Messiah without corruption. Amen.
Nej, det ja. Decreasing the prayers for the morning. And I know that's um, important to put our armor on, so that's why I read that every morning. So this morning, we can be sure to take the wheel and for the areas that we need you step into alignment, Yahweh, to clear that. And for um, your healing, Yahweh, and for my hormone balances, I pray for that things to come into alignment in my body. And for no more blemishes on my skin, as well as my hair growth. And anyone else that's on the line, maybe having problems with hair on their head, I just need to clear that you help me with my understanding on my food intake and sensitivities in my in my diet. I just need to clear your love, Yahweh, of our nation and all of our nations. I just need to clear for Yahweh's timing and Yah's structure in it. And Yahweh's <coughs> keeping us on a firm foundation. I pray for the Malachim to come into a place where they do our work for um on behalf of us for the as we are not able to do it all on our own okay for the areas that is needed that they are coming on behalf of our our day today that they are ready and suited up for armor for armoring us and they are um, walking in in, un- in unity with, with what Yahweh called them down to do. Pray for the Shalom, the Lechem. May the Queen of Psalm 91 and fear to glorify and put um, Rakatani on your, under your light, Yahweh. <coughs> and for Scott and Kim, and for Yami and, and Shem and, our cho- and, our, and their children, as well as our brother Mike, just like at point 2.0, that you shine your light on him. That he'll see that the uh, suddenly some signs that, that you're there in the midst of the the darkness. I pray for your anointing upon us. I pray for the cleansing and healing that Yahweh is helping us overcome some areas. And I pray to clear that. <coughs> then we have breakthrough breaking Yahweh's helping us break through those things. And you're keeping us walking in your fullness, Yahweh. And for I pray for the addiction out there that those who are stuck out there and, and problems with their addiction and that the less that you help with less deaths in those areas because there's so much more going on with overdoses and problems in that area. I pray for this campus. I speak life over those who are struggling up there. And I pray for um for the next person that's struggling that Yahweh calls them out of the dark. And I do kind of clear for the the dope dealers mm-hmm. out there that the men and women in uniform can get them off the street, as well as those who are struggling that don't know what they're doing that is against the law, that 
they may not, they may be so stuck in darkness that there's light at the end of the, the tunnel that they don't have to keep doing the, the wrong thing. It's premature for the men and women in uniform to go and get those off the streets and off the resources from coming in for our doctors, Yahweh, and healthcare workers that you have your your workers, the right workers to do the work that you're calling for to do the righteous work. I pray for those that have mm-hmm. yelling work to be taken out of their position if they're not doing the right work. That's all that's for those who are doing the opposite of what you're called them to do and the body modifiers or the people that are changing their sex that they have a way of life instead of a way of doing what the enemy called them out. Let's pray for the earth. Turn around their, their their insights in their life. That they have a way of life instead of um, that uh, twisted mindset of wrong ways how they're how they're made. And I pray for that to come into alignment with your hand upon it. And for our government and the prices out there Yahweh. There's a lot of um, things that are beyond our control. And safety to help with those things. With the prices in our store in the stores and the gas prices and so forth. I pray for the economy to to have less of the issues out there. With the prices going up and I pray for them to go back down and as well as the our president that he's called out. Whatever he's doing wrong, that you call him out, Yahweh, and do what you have to do. I pay for our finances in favor as well as the X39 business. And if all things to come into alignment with your mind and in your words, and for people to come out of the wilderness, and people that are coming out of Egypt that are seeing the turn out over, over them, and it's forgiving us of our sins, Yahweh, and sending us from our past fleshly desires and our wrongdoing. I'm thankful that you are helping us that. As you renew our minds, we help those with the mental health problems out there. And nullify those areas and stuff. Keeping us in a cause so we cannot be in that the mindset that the enemy makes us think we have to stay in. That you can renew our minds. And I pray for the fruits of the Iraq, which is love, kindness, joy, shalom, faith. Patience, goodness, meekness, and self-control. And to be clear that our families are brought up by your by your word. And I come against the vision on my children, and I may break it off. And I pray for salvation in our families, that they'll accept you, they'll come to know you, that you draw them close to you, Yahweh. And for your deliverance, I pray for... Um, as we break agreements with our past sins, as we are overcomers. In our love ministry, prison ministers, as well as others, that you come with your, you come upon them, Yahweh, that they are consumed in you, and they call out of that dark. Our brothers, Steve Shipley, and others, and teachers of, of you, Yahweh, that are doing your work in the prison, that may have I've had some shortcomings. I pray for you to help them 
they overcome those areas where they may have fallen short so they can be full have your fullness and your carry your as they are vessels of honor that they are carrying your anointing with them as they go throughout the prison for men and women in the situations. And I pray for my family, my children, as well as the Shifa and Leilan and Kumar that are Eva's caretakers while Gary's not able to care for them every day. I'm thankful that they're able to watch Eva. And for my stepdad, Don, I lift him up and ask for you to help him with areas that he needs to overcome and for his for his mind to be be renewed too. And for the um my his wife has had um no one knew. I pray for you to draw her back to whoever that might be coming against the plans for what you have for them. That whatever the enemy is trying to do I I break it off and she I pray for you to give them a way of honoring you in their house. For you to come in like a, a thief in the night that you make arrangements to follow you in the, the truth in the Torah and the situations that they have not always had you in their their hearts or their minds. Pray for that come into alignment. She as her family knows you and she knows you. I pray that you make it make yourself known in a strong way that is needed. And as well as all of us that are <clears throat> made of that need you more Yahweh. That you make make us so um consumed in what you have for us. And I feel it clear that you help us with the areas that we need to put you first. Because you're cleansing and you're purifying us and you're keeping us in your in your strength that we are called out to do your what you called us to do. I pray for that a decrease in the areas that are fleshly and an increase in you. Hallelujah. And I'm thankful for your for your help, Yahweh. And I am your the daughter. I am bold, I am loved, and I am an overcomer. I am beautiful and I am great and I am gifted and I am righteous. I am able to do all things through Messiah who who is the one that gives me strength. And as well as for Eva, I can clear that over her that she is an Aiden, that they are strong in the Messiah. I am a great mother who is getting greater and I am loved and I am a vessel and I am able to do um, new, new things that I am fearful of what Yahweh is doing and I'm a receiver for all Yahweh has for me and I'm walking and living testimony and I am obedient and I'm putting my trust in you Yahweh as you build my, my faith on your firm foundation and I'm thankful for your word for your that it brings life inside of us and I'm thankful for our brethren and for our overseers thankful for the sunshine this morning for all the seasons. Thankful for our sheriff that you are putting forth the right workers out there, Yahweh. And I thankful that Yahweh is doing more each day. As I am going forward in repentance and prayer 
and I'm thankful that he has brought me out of darkness for the replenishing uh, the soil that is being renewed and for um, our children I'm thankful that we have children on this generation that we're rising up to do um, to put you first in those situations thankful for our animals and our um, discernment, the Yahweh's discernment, and for your health, Yahweh. Excuse me. I thank you that Yahweh gives us health and um, and wealth as well as understanding on what is what is good in Yahweh. I am thankful that Yahweh is making things good, and I declare that everything is. All, all negative mindsets no longer allowed that I have only good thoughts. And I declare that in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We are going to move into our meditation, Sacred 27, hallelujah. We will be back. the time. Go deep.
Who will shout my name in the middle of the nations? Who will take the shield of faith and the sword of my tongue and declare my name to a dying world? He who has declared me thus far will walk in even greater power. For the sands of time are running out, but my name will be declared in this final hour. I am Yahuwah, I am that I am, and my trumpet will soon call out. I form the world with a whisper, oh, but I'm getting ready.
27 minutes of meditation was awe-inspiring. Hallelujah. The first thing that came to mind, so I hope it was awesome for you because it was for me. Love, Inc. does praise, pray, decree, and declare, and RIP 2.0 because there is a world out there that is lost and hurting and in many ways is completely clueless to the fact that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that light doesn't move, it doesn't alter, it doesn't change. But it's there to provide a source of encouragement, a source of safety for the hurting, homeless, helpless, heartbroken, hungry, and sadly and unfortunately hellbound. But that is why Abiyah robed himself in flesh and came in the form of his son Yeshua to reach out to those that are hurting. Yeshua explained that we would always have the poor with us, but that he would not always be with us, not in the flesh. We know the story of the torture stake. We understand the ramifications. But we also know that Yahweh expects us to pick up where Yeshua left off. And that requires funding. And seeing as this entire world is Yahweh's to begin with, and that he is the one that gives us the strength to create wealth, then everything that comes our way, good and bad, is there for our benefit. We have to learn from it. How do we overcome it? How do we rise from it? How do we give him honor through it? How do we present it to the world so that they can see how great and mighty is our Elohim. And this Kitbe HaKadosh, these set-apart writings, are full of examples of men and women walking through these 12 steps, even though they are not specifically pointed out as this is step one, this is step two, this is step three. We have to look for them. We have to seek them. And in the seeking of them, we get to know our Elohim in a way that most people don't even consider possible or necessary. But we also get to know ourselves. 
And that's what Yahweh wants for us. He wants us to know ourselves because through knowing ourselves, we can know him and what he's capable of and what he desires to do for us so that we can emulate his Ahava and the Ahava of Yeshua into the lives of others. One understanding of why we take an offering is because these ministries, they need to be supported. This is an all-volunteer army. So to continue the work, to meet the needs of the ministry itself, to meet the needs of those on the streets that we are speaking with, that we are ministering to, that Yah is using us to reach, not cheap. At times it's expensive. But it's always necessary and it's always the right thing to do to be able to position yourself to give somebody a hand up instead of a handout. And that's what Yahweh was instructing through Malachi 3.18, or 3.18, And I'm going to read that and hopefully not trip over it too much, too much because it's, it's a potent passage. It says, Will a man rob Elohim, yet you have robbed me? But you say, In what have we robbed you? In the tithe and the offering. You are cursed with a curse for the nation, for the Mishpachah, all of it. You are robbing me. Now, at this point, Israel was still localized enough where this letter could have possibly gotten out to a lot of people. Somehow, it wasn't just written to a small group. The conversation was had. It, was, it got around the country. It got around the nation. But it was speaking to the Mishpah. It was speaking to the religious elite, the ruling class. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse. What's the storehouse? That would be the synagogue. That would be where they gathered. That's where the understanding of what was, what, what was considered obedient would go out and where the obedient would come in to honor Yahweh. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house. And test me, and me is capitalized, meaning that that's Yahweh saying it, and test me now with this. It says Yahweh of hosts. See there, there it is right there. Whether I will not open the door, open the windows of Shamaim for you and pour out a baruchata until there is no sufficiency of room to store it. So Yahweh is capable of being so good to us that we as individuals will run out of places to put it. That's a good, good Yah. That's a good, good L. If he's willing to do that for us, considering what we put him through and the fact that he already knew what his son was going to go through, but he's willing to do this anyway. And I will rebuke the devourer for you, and you shall not destroy the fruit of your ground, 
against you, nor shall your vine miscarry against you in the field, says Yahweh of hosts. And who is this devourer that he is speaking of? I'm going to guess it's the adversary Hasatan Godrael. And the nature of sin. And we can bear this out in science and all the rest of it. This has to do with the dying of vines and yada, yada, yada. It just goes on. Okay? But when he does rebuke the devourer, and there's no more, then there's no major destruction in the field. Some is going to happen. It's just nature. It happens like that. Nor shall your vine miscarry against you in, in the field, says Yahweh of hosts. All nations shall call you Baruch. All these nations Israel was supposed to have wiped out so that they weren't a thorn in the side of Elohim. So that they weren't a thorn in Israel's side. But Israel defied Elohim. They weren't trustworthy with the instructions. And all nations shall call you Baruch for you shall be a delightful land, says Yahweh of hosts. So because Israel didn't obey, Yahweh allows, and now Israel's got a work to do. Your words have been strong against me, says Yahweh. Yet you say, what have we spoken against you? You have said it is vanity to serve Elohim. And what profit is it that we have kept this charge and that we have walked as mourners before Yahweh. Boy, oh boy, with a bad attitude like they're displaying here, it seems like that sufficiency to store it uh, kind of shrank because they couldn't keep their mouths shut and speak rightly. It gets worse. And now we, and now we are calling the arrogant Baruch, not only are the door the doors of wickedness built up, but they also test Elohim and escape. Now I don't want the results of this test being mentioned here. I want to experience the results of the test mentioned in verse nine, where Yahweh says, "And test me now with this." Yeah, that one. I don't want to push Elohim to anger. Then those fearing Yahweh spoke together, each man to his neighbor, and Yahweh gave attention and heard. It means he's looking down and smiling. He's leaning in. He's accepting, he's accepting the sacrifice. He's accept, accepting the worship. And a book of remembrance was written before him for those who feared Yahweh. There's cherubs and Malachim up there in front of Yahweh in Shamayim with a book, with a tab. All because there were some that esteemed his name. They obeyed the law. They obeyed the Torah. The instruction to tithe. And they shall be mine, says Yahweh of hosts, for the day that I will make up my treasure and I will pity them as a man has pity on his son who serves him. It sounds like an allowance to me, probably a pretty generous one. 
Then you shall return and see the difference between the righteous and the wicked, between him who serves Elohim and him who does not serve him. If I got a chance, I'm going to choose the R instead of the W. That's just me. Seems to me that that just be wisdom. Then you shall return and see the difference. There's a separation. There's a separation. Not all are held to the same to the same standard. Not all are equal. between the righteous and the wicked. Which one do you think God's going to honor more? I mean, this is pretty elementary, okay? If Yah is righteous, he's not going to, he's, he, you know, if Yah, if Yah is righteous, he's not wicked. He's probably not going to do that which benefits the wicked. He's just not going to engage in it because that would be wicked. That would be twisting his principles. This is this this is this is pretty simple. Then you shall return and see the difference difference between the righteous and the wicked, between him who serves Elohim and him who does not serve him. So my encouragement to you, my prayer over the Mishpachah this morning, is that we understand that Yahweh puts a very, very strong emphasis almost puts his thumb on the scale when it comes to tithing. That those that do tithe actively and regularly he considers righteous. One of the high points. It's like don't miss out. If you don't do the 10%, it's all mine anyway. If you don't do the 10%, you're going to miss out. Not because I want you to miss out, but because you've chosen to miss out. So don't miss out. Look at this as like some sort of an arc, if you will. I'm not going to go deep into that. Yahweh says it. He's going to honor the righteous, the ones that tithe, the ones that give, the ones that make sure storehouses are full for the work of the ministry. We want you to receive that baruchatah from the hand of Yah. And that can be done by going to give.yahweh.love. Or you can mail check your money order to Love Inc., P.O. Box 68138, Phoenix, Arizona, 85082. You can also text 77777 to 44321. That'll get you to Love Inc., Going to ask Yami if she would pray over the Ahaba offering this morning, if she could do that for us. Hallelujah. Well, it looks like I lost Yami somewhere along the lines. So, Abba Yah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for the privilege of being able to give to you with a happy heart, with a glad heart. 
now we just ask in advance that we give again in wisdom and joyfulness when we receive from you knowing that it may not just be material things in fact there might be a delay in that area but that you do want us to be brukatad and you will put yourself in our hearts and raise us up to know you better in the name of Yeshua hallelujah and yamen all right, we're going to move through this real quick, possibly. We are looking at Mishle 8, verses 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18. And they read like this. The fear of Yahweh is to hate evil. I hate pride and loftiness and the evil way and the perverse mouth. Counsel and sound wisdom are mine. I am understanding. I have strength. By me kings reign and leaders decree righteousness. Rulers and nobles rule by me and all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me and those who seek me early find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. As I was working my way through this and meditating on it, the rock had me start writing, as he often does. As she often does. I'm sorry. As wisdom often does. Yes. And it started out like this. I've had a hard time repeating this, even though I've probably written it down somewhere. But I, but I can see there's a quote here. It says, you have to believe before you can do. You have to do before you can be. You have to be before you can have. At the root of these six verses, and if it's found, it's founded on right on right knowing or knowing rightly uh there is something wrong with my grammar in there so i'll make i'll make it work proper proper living proper application of one's energies proper thought is founded on right knowing knowing the right things and knowing rightly and applying what you know and implementing it in a way that Abba can effectively work through and not have to countenance sin in it because he's not going to do that. He is not going to contradict himself and everything he stood for just to coddle us if we want to claim to know him we have to rightly know what he taught and we have to understand and apply it in a manner that flows in accordance with his righteousness 
not with the way we want it to be. Because we are easily deceived. Our hearts are evil continually. They're foul. The only thing that makes us good and righteous is his existence, the presence of his Ruach within us. Knowing rightly, right knowing, knowing the right things. Even if verses 15 and 16 raise your ire when comparing to our modern government, or when, when comparing our modern government to them, the previous statement is no less accurate. It just needs to be acted upon and implemented. There's nobody in their right mind that can suggest that three of the last four administrations were righteous or wise or good for the people. It can't be done. I mean, you could you could try to make that argument, but you're going to wind up with egg or worse on your face when you get done because the proof is in the pudding. Anyone out of alignment with this understanding doesn't have the best interest of his neighbor in mind and will answer to Yahweh for acting without implementing will answer to Yahweh for acting without implementing his shachma or his wisdom in all things. In the natural world we don't get to use the I don't know excuse. Well we would know of it if Torah hadn't already been if well, we wouldn't, we wouldn't know of it if Torah hadn't already turned that reasoning into Swiss cheese. Basically, what I'm saying is the I don't know excuse. Yah has, Yah has somewhere in his word thrown out the excuse that, well, I can't be held accountable for that. I didn't know it. Doesn't matter if you know the law. You're still accountable to it. You can't say that to uh you can't you can't level that bit of information at a police officer and expect him to receive it and expect him to just let you go all out of warning. You were doing seventy two miles an hour in a thirty five mile an hour zone. Well, I didn't see the sign officer. Hey, don't care, dude. You're still getting a ticket. You know it's not right and you got busted. Busted. Well, we might not get traffic laws from Abiyah. There is enough Torah and instruction from the heart of Yah to the heart of his creation. In the first couple chapters, 6, 8, 10, 12, in the book of Genesis. There's enough instruction in the book of Genesis to base all moral and 
ethical standards on to this day. Cain didn't even get away with killing Abel when he tried using the excuse, I don't know, when Yah asked him where his brother was. He didn't get to use that excuse. So we don't get to use it here. We are without excuse. But yet some try to deny, still try to deny, the existence, the veracity, the necessity of a relationship with their creator. With a functioning relationship with the wisdom that he sheds abroad for all of us to benefit from. I'm going to read those six verses again. The fear of Yahweh is to hate evil. I hate pride and loftiness and all the evil or, and the evil way and the perverse mouth. Yes, we should understand that other people fall into these categories. Delineating or pointing out that there are other people that fall into these categories and maybe pointing it out to those people themselves is not judgment. Well, actually, it is not condemnation. It is judgment, and it's a judgment we are called to make. And if you disagree with that, according to Yah's word, you are judging foolishly and you have no discernment. Counsel and sound wisdom are mine. Everything Yah has Everything Yah is, he wants to share with us. So when I read counsel and sound, and sound wisdom are mine, that means counsel and sound wisdom belong to Scott Scribe Pratt and Marissa Coles and Kevin Rock Rice and Sand Rice and anybody else that reads this passage. I am understanding. Shachma is understanding. But I am also understanding Shachma. I was equipped with the ability to understand. I have strength. We just went through Philippians 4.13 last night. Now, I can do all things through Messiah who gives me strength. So it would seem like wisdom comes right from Messiah, right from our deliverance, right from Yeshua, which means Yah's deliverance, right from Yah himself. So this wisdom is pouring forth out of his mouth. By me kings reign and leaders decree righteousness. Rulers and nobles by me and rulers and nobles rule by me and all the judges of the earth. Now there's, again, that's going to give you a lot of pause. If we're not supposed to, if, if there's supposed to be a separation of church and state, 
somewhere in here. Abiyah missed the memo when he had Solomon write this. Okay, I'm just being upfront about it. Abiyah didn't get that memo or separation of church and state was never supposed to be written, one of the two. Can you figure it out? Get back to me. I, Shakma, that which is being broadcast from the mouth of Yah, love those who love me and those who seek me early find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. And I'm going to guess, I'm not saying on a pretty firm foundation when I do, that verses 13 and 17 pretty much contradict each other. You're not going to find a whole lot of people, a whole lot of people that don't hate evil, that don't hate pride and loftiness, that don't hate the evil way, and that have perverse mouths finding him early and loving him the way he does. Because he loves them as individuals, and he prays that they would change. And yes, I believe Yahweh prays for us. And I think that's, I think I've got a pretty good foundation, especially when you look at John 17. Okay, so as much as this is an, an internal battle, Yahweh desires to manifest out from each of us so that we can carry his light in always, in all conditions, in all situations, out into a lost and dying world. And they are lost and they are dying. All you got to do is turn on the news channel for about 30 seconds. Our Elohim is so expansive, is so immense, is so awesome. There is so much Ahava in him that regardless of what was done to his son on our behalf, he still seeks us. The argument can be made that's not wise on his part, but wisdom resides with him but it is most certainly wise on our part to do more than just seek him, but to get lost in him. Abba Yah, in the name of Yeshua, I just thank you for your word today. I thank you for your message. I thank you for your wisdom and your understanding and your ahara and your desire to draw us close to you, to draw us into you. Yeah, I pray this message falls on good soil. That it marinates in good ears. And that it does not come back void. But produces a 3,000, 6,000 and 100,000 fold increase into your kingdom so that you be magnified, Abba Yah. 
the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And Amen.
Well, hallelujah, hallelujah. That was Adonai Machesenu. I hope I pronounced that right. I really do. Abba, as it happens, would you please help me open doors so I can learn Hebrew? Uh, we're going to ask Yami if she'd be willing to come forward and pray us out, unless rock and sand have popped in, but it doesn't look like it. But Yami, if you would be willing to pray over the line, pray over the participants, and just ask for a barukata on the message, and that it would bear fruit and all that good stuff. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, Father, yes, we just thank you for your plans and and what um, you have for us today. We um, pronounce that um, we are good soil, that the seeds of your word can be planted and take root, and you will take care of it so wonderfully, and it shall grow into the planting that you um, have have provided. So... um, let our light shine before men that, that they can see those plantings and um, be and you can be magnified and they, people can be drawn to you. So just through today, um, you are our mighty leader and we walk with you and um, we agree with your plan, and so shall it be. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. Well, hallelujah, come 9.07 Central tonight, we will be getting back together for RIP 2.0 Ruach Reflections at 9.07 Central, 10.07 Eastern, and 707 and 607 Mountain and Pacific, respectively. We would be ecstatic if you could find a way to join us here on Love Live Rock Remnant Reality Radio. Hallelujah. Um, And I guess I got to keep talking at least for a little bit because my computer has froze on me again. I love technology. I think my artificial intelligence over here needs attention somehow for whatever reason. I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did. But I'm not happy about it because I can't even stop the recording. And that is not a happy place for me. I can't move the mouse. I have a neat little testimony during the okay. um, early this morning um, when um, my sister, um, while well, I called because her um, husband's mother is having her funeral um, uh, tomorrow. So I will be going there. But um, she um, was with him 
at 7 o'clock the night before he died and she held his hand. And um, and uh, he, she felt like he squeezed it. Well, when um, about the same time, the you know, Judy, my one of my prayer partners, called me and said, I don't know if your father's passing or what, and shared a, everything that my sister was feeling very, that she should have been there when dad died. And... <laughs> And all the, uh, in the prayer, it was confirmed that she did all the right things and, and she was able to be healed from Satan's lie that she was, you know, guilty of not being there. So she was bad, you know, and, um, and, uh, she was healed from that lie. So I'm. I thank y'all for that. She's my baby sister. Her name's Janine. Well, hallelujah. So she did her part, and it was confirmed that she was there when she was supposed to be. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. That and is an awesome. And we pray when. Yeah. Sorry, I don't let you get a word. Second thought comes that we uh, go were ahead. there. That we. You know, Yah had Judy call me at just the right time. And so we kind of helped Dad, who wasn't, he's not as experienced in the moving of the Ruha. And what I got in the spirit in the Ruha realm was that our prayers, what what the Ruhat gave us to pray was helping him adjust from the change of being in flesh to being just in the Ruhat because, you know, in a nursing home for a a few, several years, he, um, you know, didn't... um, have all the the um experience he needed so as he was um had fear that was removed and the transition came and we were somewhat sharing with him that experience in our prayer it it sounds really strange but that's what Ruhat gave me, so I'm sharing it. So even um, that last battle of the the plateau where we change, move out of this body that that was made of of dust, and it goes back and who we are, um, you know, that change. He went through that change. And then about rest, he is resting from all the turmoil and bad stuff that's going on in this world. He's um, <laughs> out of this this area. And my mom, 
I talked to her, too, and she said, Dad looks like a 17-year-old kid again. He has no wrinkles. He has complete look of peace on his face. So that was exciting. And I'll, did you get your phone, your um, computer fixed? <laughs> yes, we did. Thank you. Good. So, hallelujah. I'm going to check one more time to see if a rock came in, but it does not look like it. So we are going to wrap this up. And say Barukata, we will see you tonight, hopefully 1007 Eastern, 907 Central, 7 and 6 p.m. Mountain and Pacific for Love Live Rock Remnant Radio's RIP 2.0 Rock Reflections. This is Scribe. We are out.